and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man i'm the lord of the harvest tear it all down <laughs> oh it's time brett holy shit i'm glad we're finally here like this one and two texas chainsaw massacre one and two are like the two great ones even though how like different they are they're still both amazing and we're finally to part two yeah, and so let's talk a little bit, because it's a very different movie than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I enjoy that he didn't just try to make a sequel like that is like as gruesome as the first one, or like have it set in the 80s now, so it's just like, basically it's a Jason ripoff or something. I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, so it's weird because I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. I was so happy to get to this, and I love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre but I like them both for almost none of the same reasons. No, this one has almost, like, the room-quality scenes at times of, like, what the fuck is Dennis Hopper doing? Do not insult this movie with that. No, this no. is on its own. This is not the room quality. No, I'm not saying it's the room quality at all, but there are certain scenes where it's a little bit going into that territory, which I love. Man, mainly Dennis Hopper and the Chainsaw Salesman. Woohoo! Sweet banana! <laughs> that when I was watching this again, that's the one Snapchat I sent you. Of like, look, it's the hoo-hee-hee scene. <laughs> I love that scene so much. Um, So yeah, Texas Chainsaw 2 from... What year is this? 1986. 1986. Super long. Over 10 years since the first one. Yeah, and if I remember right, like from what, like some things I've heard behind the scenes of like, he didn't want to, Toby Hooper didn't want to do this originally. And then he also was then like, well, I don't want to give it to someone else and have them ruin it. Texas chainsaw three on. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, I'll just do it, but I'm going to do it the way I want to. Yeah. And I saw a thing where he's like, people were asking, why do you make the second one a comedy? He goes, well, the first one was funny too. Yeah. And he legit never backed down from that. He goes, no, it's a horror movie, but it's also a dark comedy. I'm like, I've seen this movie so many times. And it's one of those things that like, I can't find it. You know what I mean? Oh, with uh, some of the Jim Seedow stuff, definitely in the first one where he's like poking her with the broom. It's definitely dark, dark comedy, but there are moments I'll laugh at. Oh, I do too, but I don't think any of it was even written that way. I don't know. Like, the only scene when I sit and try to think of it is like, look what your brother did to the door! <laughs> just his delivery. And he just, I'm so glad they got him back as the cook in this one. Because he's just so amazing. And it also adds, like, a bit of a legitimacy to the sequel. You know what I mean? It's not all new. Well, I like that. I like that Chop Top is um, Nubbin's brother, the hitchhiker from the first one. It's his twin brother who was in Vietnam during when the first one was going on. Yeah, and we do see Nubbins in this one. A few of. times. Yes. You were saying about like this being a like kind of horror comedy. Look at the poster. They're ripping off the Breakfast Club poster, and it's just hilarious. Because you think of the Breakfast Club, and it's like this like 
teen like kind of melodrama like comedy type thing of like oh we're all going through a lot of things we're figuring ourselves out then you got this one where it's like a corpse is judd nelson instead of him (laughs) like (laughs) yeah it's great like i don't know they struck gold and i don't even think they realized when they made this movie but so many people i talk to hate this movie and that makes me very upset but i also get it if you're coming from the first one and you don't like it as much as I'm, like, I don't know how anyone could watch this and not have a great time. Yeah. I also am like, okay, I get it. You know, if you really did want that, okay, I can see that. This is a great late night movie. And also, this is a great, you just first woke up and the, this is the first thing you do in the day movie. Because that's just what I did. And I was like, I wonder how this is going to be, like, not late at night and not, like, you're already completely awake. Is No, this was still, like, an amazing way to start the day oh definitely all right you want to get into this thing yes um quick side note it's no one probably cares but if you heard in the background of some episodes here and there you (laughs) might hear a slight squeak that squeak is gone because i got a brand new chair so all squeaking can be blamed on me and my old chair yeah i'm rocking back and forth right now there's nothing this thing's amazing (laughs) But yes, let's get into this movie now. Uh, do you know what this was rated? Um, I'm guessing R. It was not. It was not rated. Oh, you know, they okay. submitted it, came back with an X, and they're like, yeah, we're not doing that. So they just released it unrated, which did hurt the box office because a lot of theaters wouldn't carry it then. But the ones that did just didn't have the rating with it. And it's like, okay, I see that there is some stuff in here that is pretty gruesome, but it's also just so much comedy stuff of... Why were they so mad? <laughs> we get our crawl again, recapping the first movie. It's like, the last 13 years we've received reports of chainsaw murders, but nothing found until now or something like that. Right, yeah, like the the family was never found after Sally uh, made it to the police or whatever. And she's like catatonic, they say in the opening crawl. Yeah. And, yeah, it's like, they never were found, but there's been some grisly chainsaw happenings throughout the state of Texas over the last decade. It's like, I wonder what that is. <laughs> but then we're introduced to these two characters that I love and despise at the same time. The two yuppies riding around in the car with their car phone, very fancy, shooting at signs and mailboxes and playing chicken and all this. Oh, yeah. It's like, are they in college and they're heading to the big game or something? Isn't that right? Yeah, the big Texas State game is this weekend, and that's why all this hubbub's happening all around town. I don't think they even say if it's a football game, if it's baseball. Like, I don't think they even say exactly what it is. It's just like, the big sporting event in Texas. Why do I think they said football? I don't know. Maybe Maybe I just know, like, everyone knows the Texas football team, I think. And I don't think anyone's going to get this route up, like, like, rah-rah about baseball. That's true. It's... What what beer and hot dogs are we going to get? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's my favorite time to go to any baseball game is the, the two for nights where you get $2 beers and $2 hot dogs. Exactly. But they call Stretch, who is our final girl slash heroine of the movie, played by the great Caroline Williams. She's a DJ at the radio station, and they're just causing a ruckus, and they won't hang up. And Stretch and her, like, tech guy, LG, are getting frustrated because the call can't end until they hang up. 
In what world <laughs> is this a good system for a radio station? Oh, so you mean anyone can just, he- like, held a radio station hostage, basically, you can. Yeah, you can call in, and after arguing with the DJ for a minute, you're the DJ for the night, as long as you please. Exactly, even if you have a tape recorder, you can play your own music. But it's like, LG's, like, pushing buttons here and there, and he keeps spitting, and, uh... He's like, oh, they have to hang up. I don't know what you want me to do. This seems like the worst system in the world, does it? Because I bet this isn't even that rare of an occurrence. It makes no sense. Like, I could just imagine, like, back in the day when Howard Stern was really good, and Marianne from Brooklyn would call in, and she'd, Howard! And he would just hang up on her. If, like, we were just stuck with Marianne from Brooklyn for, like, the next three hours of the show, just ratings drop. Because she would definitely do that. Like, I'm not hanging up. I got the show now. <laughs> but they end up running a truck off the road playing chicken. This blue truck with headlights mounted on the top. Only reason I mention it is because it comes back in a big way in our next scene. Because now it's nighttime and they call again. Oh, you two again. <laughs> and I love where she's like, hang up, hang up, hang up, hang up. <laughs> but then that truck they saw earlier is ahead of them, they stop in the middle of the road because the truck's facing them, turns on the headlights, they start driving, it's keeping, like, pace with them in reverse driving off down the bridge with them. They start screaming because a dead corpse on the back of the pickup truck is wielding a chainsaw at them. By the way, they are still on the phone during all of this. The hitchhiker is back. Yeah, so, and then, of course, what's seen is it's Leatherface... I feel like he's having a great time. He has, like, the hood pulled over his head and everything, trying to make him think it's, like, a ghost trying to kill him. Yeah, well, it's also, like, I could see in their fucked up brains being just like, oh, yeah, it's me and my brother out for, like, a fun adventure again. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them the way this family is and everything. But he starts chainsawing through the car, and he gets the one in the head, which is really cool. Also, effects done by Tom Savini, and this one's a great one. Because he turns to the friend, and half of his head that was chainsaw just slides off of it, exposing all the bloody insides. And it's not like they cut it, and there's, like, scene cut, and now all of a sudden half his head's gone. You see it slide off. Oh, yeah, they used a balloon like that was worn under a latex cap. And they separated it, and they'd remotely inflate the balloon, and when it did, it would push that top piece off of it. So he was wearing, like, a balloon on his head for that part with latex around it. Oh, that's actually really awesome. I love, like, Tom Savini's ingenuity of, like, we need to make this happen, and we also have no money. How do we do this? Go to the dollar store and get me balloons. (laughs) Balloons, a straw, you know, a tube, and then we'll make it work. Yeah, and we'll make, like, some of the most iconic kills and gore in film history. Uh, next morning, the police are on the scene, and we're introduced to Lieutenant Lefty Enright. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's Dennis Hopper, just in his cowboy, like, get-up. It's like he's playing Halloween, and he's just at the crime scene, he's just, like, kneeling over everything, he's picking shit up. Shit, you should not be touching any of this, it's all evidence. But he doesn't care. Well, he is a cop, isn't he? He's just out of his jurisdiction here. Like, this isn't his area. Yeah, because there's, like, two more cops pull up, and the one starts yelling at him. And the other one's like, no, it's okay, Lieutenant. Like, hello, Lefty. (laughs) Lieutenant Lefty. (laughs) Did you notice that no one in this movie has a real name? Oh, no, it's like Stretch, Lefty, The Cook, Chop Top. Yeah, Bubba. LG, yeah. Oh, LJ. (laughs) 
<laughs> but he is Franklin and Sally's uncle from the first movie. And it's never really made apparent until kind of the very end that he's also Stretch's sister. Run that by me again? I've watched this movie like 50 times. What? At the very end when uh, Lefty is tearing it all down, send them to the, to the devil, um, ah, he goes into where he fights Leatherface and he like chainsaws uh, Stretch free and he's like, yeah. sister, run! Run, sister! Oh, that's no! That's not what that is! That's just like a Texas like Southern thing, like Get out of here, brother! Like, run, sister! No, they're not brother and sister. I'm pretty sure that there that was in the script, but they just didn't really film the parts that would make it make sense. Are you sure? Yes. I gotta call bull. Uh, you can stand your ground. I'm going bullshit. I'm standing no my ground. Way. I'm sta- It, it oh. was kind of in the script, and then they never like made it apparent, or they deleted those scenes, and that's the only like mention of it. Hang on. We're going to find out. Hold by. <laughs> this is where we need Corey. Where's he at? Yeah, what the fuck, Corey? Where are you? Uh, he's like, I'm with my family. We're like, what are you guys yelling about? <laughs> if who and who are related? <laughs> I'm not seeing a single thing about them being siblings, and I'm scrolling down. I saw something about it during one of those like behind-the-scenes things, I believe. Whatever you tell me. I w- okay. Okay. <laughs> I like your headcanon, Brett. Or it could just be that, and it's just me at night was like, no, it's like, but what if they're brother and sister? <laughs> but they kick him off the scene and everything, like, this isn't your jurisdiction. And Stretch goes to his hotel room after seeing an article about it, and it's the giant party for the game has already begun, and we get a director cameo here. Oh, yes, I love when, yeah, you see Toby Hooper walk by and, like, throw a beer can. <laughs> Still has a cigar, though, like every time you see Toby Hooper. Of course, it's his trademark. <laughs> yeah, and she goes, I have a tape. I'm a witness. I have the whole thing recorded right here. This case you've been tracking down your whole life. He doesn't even want to hear it. He's no. like, no, this isn't for you. Get out of this. Yeah, it's like, do you want to find these people or not? Or are you just trying to do it all on your own? And you're like, well, if I use your help, then I didn't just do it. <laughs> we get this. Typical, stay out of my way. <laughs> um, next, we cut to what appears to be a chili cook-off at a mall. <laughs> yeah, where it's, she's sitting there and she's like sad about what she has to do. Like, I'm actually just sitting here reporting on a chili cook-off. Like, wh- where'd my life go? Um, and then we get the big, like, oh, it's the winner is announced. And Jim Sidow comes sauntering up in the best suit I've ever seen. And he's just smiling ear to ear. He's just happy to be there. And he's won the big chili cook-off two years in a row now. He looks like he should be in a barbershop quartet. Oh yeah, it's like, it's his old suit from like when he was in his 30s, but he never got a new one. Yeah, and he's so great, like second year old, and he's so excited. It's weird for being this cannibal murderer you know what i mean like weirdo who now lives like in an underground lair it's like he's still extremely proud of himself for winning the chili competition and later on it looks like they have a food truck because he's driving around in this giant box truck and at one point it does like a quick u-turn and like skids out and you can see where like the flaps would come open where you would order and stuff so i'm guessing he has like an award-winning restaurant food truck that goes around 
Well, I mean, I'm sure he had to close down the gas station. Oh, yeah, he's like, uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, people coming through here anymore, and I gotta sell my people meat. Yeah. But, but I love where he, she's like, you gotta tell us a secret. How do you keep winning all these chili cook-offs? He's like, it's the meat. I got a, I got a good eye for prime meat. And she's like taking a bite of the chili and like finds a fingernail, and he's like, oh, that's just one of those hard peppercorns. And she's supposed to be like, oh, yes, that must be it. But I love that he's driving back and he's like, I won! I won! I won! I won! <laughs> I won again! I won again! <laughs> and he's covered in chili because they dump chili into the giant award thing that he has, but now his entire front of his jacket is just nothing but chili. <laughs> oh, next. Dude, this, you know what's great about this movie? Is every scene is a scene I'm really excited to talk about. There's nothing in here where I'm like, uh, cut it. Well, this is all, are you, this is where he gets the phone call from, I'm guessing, Chop Top, of like, what did you and your brother do on the highway again? I told you! Well, that would be, but that didn't happen yet. Okay. Because, but that's coming up. I skipped ahead while I was talking about him driving because I was excited for him. Okay. Winning. But <laughs> the next is Lefty Goes Shopping. Oh, God. And it's the best of, like, the shop owner's on the phone and not really paying attention, so he kind of turns the light on. He's like, whatever. Lefty goes walking in. He lays down how much money? Like $1,000 or something? It's a bunch of hundreds. An obscene amount of money for three chainsaws. I don't, like, because the shop owner now comes over to help him, and he's just, like, stabbing with the chainsaws. He's like, yeah, okay, this is a good <laughs> one. He gets a really cool, like, big one. And then he gets, like, two mini ones. He starts flipping them around, and the shop owner keeps reacting, and but not saying anything, just kind of like, ugh, like, moving out of his way. And then Lefty never says a word. Exactly! That's why he's not saying anything, because the silent man just came in and laid out, like, a year's worth of, like, this guy supplies money, and just poking around the air with chainsaws that aren't turned on, and he's like, oh, uh, like, I'd be nervous about this man, too. But then it's, he just grabs the chainsaws and walks out the door without saying a word, just flips his sunglasses on, like, he's trying to be, like, the coolest guy that's ever been. Like, oh, yeah, I'm just buying chainsaw weapons in my cowboy hat. I mean, in this moment, he's not wrong. In this moment, he is. Because he's the... Oh, they're gassed up if you want to test them out. There's just this big log outside for people to test the chainsaws. And he's George just... I don't, you can't even say cutting. He's literally beating this tree with a chainsaw. He's treating... <laughs> it's like he's never used a chainsaw before. Of It's not an axe. You don't have to swing it at the tree. If anything, that's going to fuck up your chainsaw. Oh my god, it would destroy your chainsaw. One, it would seize, or the yeah. chain would actually break and go flying everywhere. Yeah, that's not going to work, but I don't care anyway, because he's just swinging and cutting this log up to pieces of sawdust flying everywhere. The old man, like, first quietly in awe, like, oh, sweet banana. <laughs> and then he starts, and continues, woo, ha ha, he, he Oh yeah, now get it, get it. <laughs> oh, first it's like, oh, <laughs> it's the best. I love this scene so much. How this movie didn't win an Oscar is beyond me. This is where I'm talking about it's so bad it's good territory. Of It's just like, why is this Chainsaw Man reacting like this? Oh, this movie's not even bad. I'm not buying that for a second. <laughs> 
Next, Lefty is at Stretch's work when she pulls in at the radio station. And she's like, oh, you? And she's talking to like, call me Lefty, call me Stretch. And then he's like, that tape, you still got it? She's like, yeah, we're forced to record everything by law. We have to keep it for a week. And he tells her to play it on the air tonight. Yeah, and she's like, well, there's rules about that. I can't just play screaming on the radio for like five straight minutes. I like her workaround for it. Because next we cut... We cut to her playing it that night, and then, like, she goes, ah, this one's going out by request, and puts it on, and it's just what appears to be, like, ten minutes of murder, and LG's sitting there shaking his head, like, people are gonna be pissed about that one. It's like, people complain about their request every night. Yeah, logged it in the books as a request. Like, no one's gonna care. No one's gonna, like, dive that deep into it. Now, this is when Jim Sidow is driving in his truck, and he's like, I won, I won, I won. Yes. Because this, this is, is when uh, Chop Top calls him. I'm guessing it's Chop Top, because I can't see Boba being like, Ooh! and it's like Chewbacca where somehow Han Solo knows what he's saying. I don't think Leatherface knows how to use a phone. No. Uh, so he's like, what? what? What radio station? What did you and your brother do to the road? <laughs> <laughs> like, he turns it on, he can hear it. What? He's so fucking pissed. I'm like, you fucking idiots, but still, nothing identifying is in this call. Yeah, it's like, as soon as things start going good, you gotta fuck it up for me. Stretch that night, she takes it out. She's like, okay, good night, whatever she puts on a block. LG goes up for coffee, because it's gonna be a long night. And she hears a noise outside the, like, recording booth. And she goes out to check it. And here's fucking oh. Chop Top for the first time in the movie. And this is, and because I paused it when this happened, because I was like, we still haven't seen Chop Top. It's over half an hour into the movie before he shows up. There's so much cool stuff going on, you don't even notice, though. No, you don't. But it's like, as soon as he showed up, I was like, damn, this is the first time we've actually seen him. Yeah, so Chop Top is played by Bill Mosley. This is his first like major movie role. And he was in a fan film called The Texas Chainsaw Manicure, where he played the hitchhiker, and Toby Hooper saw it and loved it and hired him to actually be in the sequel. And Toby Hooper saw it like four years prior to this movie getting made. So it's like pretty cool that he still remembered like this weird little like fan film someone had on a VHS tape. It's like, I like the guy that played the hitchhiker. I'm going to remember him for four years. Yeah, it is pretty wild. You know, at that moment, he's like, if I ever do a sequel, we're getting that guy. I believe that I heard that that was Bill Mosley's SNL like audition tape. I don't know, but that makes sense. I believe. That's another in that realm of, did I make it up in my head, or is it real? <laughs> I have no idea. Now I can't trust you after this sibling nonsense you tried I pulling on me earlier. I swear it's real. No way. It might have been even on Dead Meat or something, Like, because I watched a few things about this. I was just about to say, like, even, like, every horror thing I've seen that's covered this movie before, not a single one has ever mentioned them being siblings. Oh, so we're breaking the news. No, it is not news. It's fake news. (laughs) (laughs) But Chop Top's there. It's like, hello? He's like, oh, I've never been in a radio station. Music is my life. And throws up the peace signs with his nasty teeth and bad, like, Sonny Sonny Bono Bono wig wig you got on. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so weird because at first she's like, can, hey, can you give me a tour or sign me an autograph? Make it to a real far out fan. And she's like, I think you need to leave now. Good night. He goes, good night. 
and waves at her and just stands there. And they hit this beat three times. It's funny. He's like, hey, I'm saying, good night. And he goes, good night. <laughs> he does a different each time the last time she does. He goes, good night. He waves back. <laughs> what about my request? Uh, in the God of Davida? Yeah, that, that one's so hip, man. Yeah, it's, he's great. Everything about him, the second he walks out, you're like, this guy was born to play Chop Top. He's a walking cartoon character. Like, he's lighting a clothes hanger on fire. Like, he's lighting it with a lighter, then scratching his scalp. And this is still, like, under the wig, so you don't exactly know what he's doing, but it's something not great. No, and then he, like, pulls out little bits from it and eats it. Yeah. I mean, at least he's cooking it first. Yeah, that's true. He's being he's being clean. You know, at least they're still eating flesh. It's not like the next gen family where now they eat veggie pizza. Yeah, but he's going around like creeping around, and he asks about the tour, and finally she gives him for the tour. And the tour is the best because she's literally just grabbing everything on the desk, like rubber man, um, armadillo, like a stuffed animal, Mr. Mr. Shark. Shark. <laughs> oh, Mr. Shark. <laughs> Exactly, Chop Top's reaction to Mr. Shark. Ooh, <laughs> like he thinks it's great. And then he goes, oh, what's in this room? It's like, oh, that's where we keep, like, the oldies. It's like, oh, the golden oldies, huh? And he turns on the light, and I'm guessing that's, like, him and Leatherface worked out. I was like, okay, when I turn on the light, Bubba, you're going to come out and attack her. But he attacks, like, uh, Chop Top on accident, and, like, his wig goes flying. He dents his plate. He's like, ow, 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 you did in my plate, you dog dick! Dude, and then we're revealed he has a plate, like, under his head that the skin has never grown back over, and this is from when he's when he was in Nom, and it's he's like, I'm gonna have to get the VA to buy me a new one, like, <laughs> yelled and everything. And then he just complains about the headache for the whole next part of it. He's like, oh, Luckily, it didn't fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> After, like, he's laid there and he's like, oh, my fucking plate. He goes, dog will hunt. Get that bitch, Leatherface. And he's Leatherface is chasing after Stretch. Which is just, it's amazing that that became so famous off of that Primus song. Oh, is that what it's from? Oh, yeah. With a dog will hunt. Dog will hunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never even made the connection. Yeah, oh. it's in like a, that one little lines in a Primus song, and it seems like more people know it from that than this movie. Oh, I know it more from the movie. I never even realized it was from Primus. Yeah. LG comes back at this time when Leatherface is upstairs trying to get stretched, and Chop Top's just going through all the records downstairs like, what the hell are you doing? Lick my plate, you dog dick! And he flips them off. Yeah, he's like, Bleh. LG is, like, the perfect, like, casting for someone who's just, like, giving a what-the-fuck face back to him. Because, like, the repulsion and what the hell, like, on this guy's expression is perfect. And LG is always spitting. Even to the point of now, Chop Top attacks him and is beating him over the head. And the first thing he does is spit. <laughs> well, he got the spit knocked out of him. Yeah. But yeah, uh -huh. Chop Top gets the hammer kill in this one, or kind of kill. But he's just beating him down with a hammer. Incoming mail! <laughs> <laughs> I think he does that joke twice he does. during beating him down. He does. Okay, just making sure to make that up. But Leatherface is chasing after Stretch, and she's locked in his room. He gets in, and his chainsaw sprays her with soda all over the place. And this is where we get the weird sensual chainsaw scene. Yeah, where she's like, uh, are you really good? How good are you? 
oh, you're that good. And it's just like, yeah, he's like rubbing his chainsaw on her leg and shit. Yeah, and it's obviously the chainsaw, very like phallic, it's being held between his legs and everything. And when she touches it or something, he starts rocking back and forth. Like, I'm pretty sure Leatherface jizzes in his pants right here. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, because he starts being like, oh, oh, oh. And then he like starts the chainsaw, which I would guess is the finishing. (laughs) That's the big finish. But they just starts chopping all the stuff around the room. He never gets her. And after all that, he leaves. He just takes off and chops off like, did he get her? Leatherface lies to his own brother here. Nods his yeah. face. He goes, okay, you get her good? He nods his face again. They take LG out to the truck, throw him in the back, and they just drive away. Again, the Texas police who've been hunting these people, they just drive around with a body in the bed of the truck, and they're still not caught. Oh, yeah, and they always have nubbins with them, too, it seems. So there's another corpse that you just have with you at all times. Yeah, exactly. It's a miracle they were never apprehended, just like in a routine traffic stop. But Lefty's late. She's like, Lefty, where are you? You're late. So she gets in her Jeep and follows them. And it brings us to Abandoned Amusement Park, Texas Battleland. Yeah, which is, it's a great location, and it's also just so over the top, it fits in with the rest of the movie. Of course they live in an abandoned amusement park. Yeah, and of course this abandoned amusement park has, like, catacombs underneath it. Yeah, what kind of weird amusement park is this? Is it just like a tunnel ride of you just walk through tunnels? Because it is, it's just like 30 floors down, and it's just nothing but, like, beams and like stucco yeah it doesn't look like it was part of the park it's weird yeah and it's all like made out of that spray foam stuff it looks like yeah but a car pulls in after she's gotten out and started walking around so she starts running from the car that's chasing her and this it's lefty by the way okay let's just get that out of the way it's wild that this goes on for so long why wouldn't you like wave your arm out and be like it's me, sister! Yeah, sister! It's me, yeah, exactly, see? It's the brother and sister. That's why I said that just for you. Yeah. No, they're not siblings at all. Yes, they are. They're trying to be Star <laughs> no, Wars. They have an opening crawl. They're all of a sudden, the two people that might be the love interests are all of a sudden siblings. No, not buying it. <laughs> they're not supposed, you think they're supposed to be the love interests? Oh yeah, you don't think he's laying it on with his multiple chainsaws? No, Bubba and her are the love interest. <laughs> yeah, poor Bubba. <laughs> but, so, this car is chasing after her. He doesn't wave her down and be like, hey, it's me or anything, and just keeps, like, right on her, chasing her. No wonder she's terrified. And finally, he stops and gets out in this weird tunnel thing. And he's like, it's me, darling. I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry. I used you. He's like, you weren't there. And... She's standing right on a trap door. Like, it's not like the whole area is a trap door. No, she happens to be standing on the, like, four by four trap door. It's like how in The Simpsons, Mr. Burns has, like, multiple trap doors all around his office. So just, like, hopefully you happen to be standing on one. It's like, what happened if she was a little to the left? Yeah, it wouldn't work, but I'm glad it did because we get this movie. She falls in. He grabs something, what you would think is a root there or something, like, hands it down for her to grab onto, but it's a skeleton arm. <laughs> she's holding on, she d- can't pull herself up, though, and she falls down the hole, which looks like it's the most fun ride in the world. It's just like, you go down the dirt slide, you go into a real sliding board for some reason, you fall into dirt, you fall through a wall, you slide down another thing. 
Oh yeah, she falls through like three different levels of floors, it looks like. Yeah, and she she's knocked out laying on the ground. So now it's up to Lefty. He gets his chainsaw holsters out. <laughs> so he has his main really big chainsaw, and then his two sidearm chainsaws. Yeah, it's a, it is literally like he's about to do a Texas duel at, like, at noon, but it's with chainsaws, not guns. <laughs> Dude, this is the best thing in the world, because after he's geared up, he's got about, what would you say, about oh almost 50 yards between where he parked and the entrance? Yeah, he goes running and screaming, shaking the chainsaw, until he gets to a gate and he stops and he opens the gate. And then he starts running and screaming again. It's 100% set up for comedy. It's a, it's a comedic scene. It's, I never doubted it was comedy. I said it's not bad. He just runs like he's charging with a battering ram at the door. Stops and calmly goes in and then resumes. It's just amazing. But he's in there, and he finds, like, blood trickling out of this, like, what looks like drywall next to him. Yeah, it's like a weird mural thing that's on the wall. That just so happened right now started dripping blood, because there was, like, it starts dripping from a new spot, because you don't see, like, a run spot of it. So then he kicks it open, and he's like, devils! They're all devils! (laughs) Well, he kicks it open, we just get, like, a gore fountain, like, flowing out of it, of, like, meat and blood and everything. Yeah, it's just like entrails. Yeah, and this sets him off because, and we get the first "Bring it all down!" <laughs> As he w- walks over to every beam, and he cuts a beam, and then he screams, "Bring it all down!" again, and then cuts that beam. Walks three feet to the next one, screams it again. <laughs> <laughs> Tear it down! Bury the devil! And he's just cutting everything. I could just see it where, like, it cuts to, like, ten minutes later, and it's like, tear it all down. Fuck. God damn it. Tear it all down. Okay. Tearing it all down now. <laughs> and my favorite is the old man throughout this, because this goes on a while, him just up there yelling, tear it all down, sawing at beams. He's so like, what in the world is that? Like, he never thinks, like, after, like, the whole building is collapsing, which I'm assuming has not happened until now, you think you'd be slightly more alarmed than just, like, peeved at your neighbor the way he's treating it. Or he's like, why are you and your brother destroying the house? This is what happens when you, like, take chainsaws to our house. And then at one point he's blaming the tax man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, actors don't pay no money, politicians don't pay no taxes, it's the little guy! He's ranting and raving about everything. But Stretch wakes up and looks over and sees Leatherface skinning LG. Yeah, and you get, like, this giant piece off his torso, he pulls his face off, he's hanging it on hooks, and then Stretch makes a noise, she, like, kicks some hooks, and then Leatherface comes over and is all, like, oh, excited to see her, basically. Well, think, in Leatherface's mind, he just met his first crush he's ever been interested in. He's seeing hearts, like harps are playing in his head and everything, you know what I mean? This whole ride home, you know he's just hanging his head out the window, like kicking his feet, like he's just being all bashful, he just met the girl of his dreams. He's uh, back home, he's yelling old man, and weird brother, okay, but he's he's still even happy doing his chores, cutting off the skin and everything of the dead body, and then he hears a noise and, oh, she followed me home! <laughs> He's, like, sitting there thinking about her, like, twirling the hair that's not his on his mask. Exactly, that's what's going on. It's like, she followed me, you couldn't stand to be away either. 
But he gets so excited, like, when he sees her, like, he said he's, like, clapping and everything like that. But he has to keep her hidden from the other two. So he, like, pushes her down, like, stay down. And for some reason, thinks the thing she needs right now is LG's face. Well, it's almost like he's given her a gift. Like, here, your very own face. I was going to use it myself, but no, you can have this one. It's okay. <laughs> and she's like, no, and I love the line when, when he puts it on her. She goes, it's wet! It's like, no, it's wet! <laughs> like, stop it! <laughs> and then he gets LG's hat and puts it on her head, too. <laughs> and he starts, like, dancing with her. Like, doing the thing of, like, if you hold your cat and you make your cat dance and its paws are just going. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, like, he pushes her down, like, tells her to be quiet because Chop Top's over there. And he's doing his best impression of the cook. And it's great. He's just, you know what, I pretended to be him. And honestly, if your eyes were shut, you would think it was him. Oh, it's so good. And it's, like, really funny because later in Texas Chainsaw 3D... Uh, Bill Mosley does play that character. Yes, he does. For, I mean, a cameo appearance, but yeah, it is really cool, kind of. It goes full way around. Yeah. But then real cook shows up on it. What are you doing? Get in there! And, you know, it's just chaos <laughs> always when the family is together. I'm never sure what's going on, but I just know, why can't we all just sit down and hang out for a minute? Let's chill, everybody. Come on. Oh. Even dinner, it's still just screaming and yelling and hitting things. Like, Let's just relax, everyone. They're all just chasing each other around and smacking each other in the head like three stooges for a second, but it's gruesome because they're smacking each other in the head with someone else's hand. <laughs> yeah, like, you think they ever sleep? Or is, like, one of them always on? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it's like, what kind of Coke reserve do they have in the back? Of like, oh, I'm running a little low. There it is! God damn it! <laughs> Dude, this whole movie is straight up brought to you by cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> but Leatherface ties her arms behind her back and leaves, just tells her, like, stay put. I mean, doesn't tell her because he doesn't talk. But then you hear a noise and LG isn't dead. And he starts waking up. Remind you, he's had giant chunks of skin taken off his entire face. Yeah, LG sets up. He has no face on. And the first thing he does is spits. It's like, oh, yeah, there's LG. Yeah. Th that's his character <laughs> thing. Yeah, and he's like, darling, is that you? And she's like, yeah, she goes, are you, does he say, are you wearing my face or something? <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that. I, he, I know he mentions it, like, don't be scared, darling, and he cuts her free, but he's dying as he's cutting her free, and he keeps, like, pausing and, like, leaning like he's got tipped, but then comes back, pausing and leaning. It's a big, like, build-up, but he does cut her free, and he falls over and goes, Oh, shit. And dies. I love that's how he dies. His last word is shit. I feel like that's honestly probably, if if we had a way of knowing what everyone's last words were, not just people like in hospitals, like, you know, random accidents and stuff, I bet your shit's actually really high up there. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Motherfucker. <laughs> Those have to be really high up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. She puts his face back on him and gives him his hat and starts taking off. And she sees the family just being insane together. I mean, like, Chop Top's jumping around, throwing, like, fire extinguishers, blowing it in the air, going, Napalm! And just, like, dancing around with the corpse on him. This is where he keeps going on and on about, Nomland! Nomland! And it's like, and you can tell, because the cook is like, shut up with that idea! You can tell, like, Chop Top probably just goes on and on and on about how he's going to make Nomland. 
Oh, he's going to reopen the, what's it called? Texas Battleland as Nomland. Yeah. Oh, something too that I noticed on this rewatch that I didn't really notice before is that Chop Top has that same like face birth face birthmark that the hitchhiker did. Oh, that's cool. I never noticed that either, to be honest. Yeah, because his face is so fucked up anyway, but he turns his head a couple times and he has that same birthmark. Oh, cool. Uh, where are we at? Oh, so by the way, just. In case you forgot, Lefty's still screaming and cutting things upstairs. We do cut back to him occasionally. Oh yeah, and th- is this where he finds Franklin? Of it's his nephew, the annoying guy from the first movie that's in the wheelchair that just sucks on sausage all day. No, but they're all the same. So go ahead. Yeah, you see Franklin still in the wheelchair, like the chainsaw through the face, through the chest, and he still has the flashlight and everything. Yeah, and it's like, I will avenge you, nephew. I will tear it all down. I will teach these devils. And it's just more and more of that. Yeah, I mean, it's always great to see Franklin, because if not, it wouldn't be such a fun trip. <laughs> <laughs> But the old man kind of sees Stretch as she makes her way like into this giant pipe, but he's not sure. He sends Bubba to check it out. By the way, real quick, if you haven't seen this, Bubba is Leatherface. Yeah, exactly. Um, Leatherface does find her and chases her down what looks like an old mining tunnel. But, oh, by the way, you know what? I don't want to hear the old man bitching about like taxes and electricity costs and everything. You remember in the first movie, he stopped after like kidnapping Sally and had to go turn the lights off in the building. Like, cost of electricity is high enough to put a man out of business. Remember yeah. that line? Oh yeah, it's they the had... one light that's in the gas station. Yeah. Do you know how many lights they have in this random tunnel that they're not even in until right now? Dude, they have like a lamp every three feet, Christmas lights, like weird blow up gas station sign, like every like kind of weird light and everything you can think of. Yeah, they must be doing really good selling chili. Yeah, like his life's turned around. He's gone from turning the light, the one light back out to this all the time. I'd love to think that they actually do own this place. They're not just squatting in it. And he's like, the realtor's like, are you sure that you want to buy this to live here? It's like, yes, it's perfect. Me and my brothers will love it. <laughs> and Chop Top's like, we're going to reopen it as Nomland. Napalm! Just <laughs> <laughs> up the fire extinguisher in the realtor's office. It's like, okay, yeah, just take it. Just go, please. <laughs> Do you want some chili? No. <laughs> But Stretch is about to escape, but the tunnel collapses in front of her because Lefty's upstairs being a madman. And Leatherface catches back up to her, and the old man... Man, am I supposed to call him Drayden, old man, or the cook? Anyway, just like Leatherface and Bubba, any of those are the same guy. Exactly. They catch up to Chop Top. Him, they catch, him and Chop Top catch up to Leatherface, and this is where we get the, Bubba's got a girlfriend! Bubba's got a girlfriend! Bubba's got a girlfriend! The old man tells Leatherface to finish her, and he doesn't. It's like, you have one choice in life, sex or the saw, which is bullshit. You can have both. I love where he's like, where there's sex, and no one knows what exactly that is. But the saw, the saw is family. Is it three where they start leaning into that way too fucking much? Like, where they have the giant chainsaw that's engraved and everything? Oh, yeah, it's the giant, like, steel, like, extremely shiny chainsaw with the saw as families engraved in the blade. And it's like, half of it's made out of gold. It's like, how did these people afford this? Yeah, just, they put way too much emphasis on the saw at that point. But... 
Chop Top knocks her out with a random, like, femur bone, it seems. And she wakes up at the table because it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, we're at the uh, dinner scene that every single one of these movies has to have. And Drayton's like, you're the first girl Bubba's ever brought home to dinner. And we are introduced to Grandpa. Tom Savini, I find this odd. He's said in interviews that this is, like, the proudest makeup he's ever pulled off is Grandpa from Texas Chainsaw 2, which it looks good. Yeah. But I'm like, I've, I've seen your stuff, dude. Give yourself some credit for some of the other stuff. Yeah, it looks really good because, you know, that's not an actual, like, weird old man sitting there. Like, it looks really good and lifelike, and it's like, the face can move. But, yeah, I think I've seen better stuff that you've done. Yeah, so let's go on that real quick because the list of people who love and hate this movie. Tom Savini says it's the proudest he's been. Dennis Hopper has said that this is the worst movie he's ever been in, the one he's most embarrassed by, but later changed his mind after Super Mario Brothers came out, and this was his second most. Um, I'm pretty sure that he was coming back from rehab, and this was his very first movie he did, and his agent was like, don't do this movie. Yeah, I mean, up to him, he probably should have listened to his agent. I'm so glad he didn't. Me too, he's so good. And Bill Mosley says that this was his favorite he's ever done. So lots of highs and lows with this movie in the people's careers. Like, okay, I can understand from Dennis Hopper's thing of like, yeah, this might not be my best and favorite movie. But then look at Bill Mosley. It's like, yes, this is mostly what you're known for. This and Otis. Yeah, it's those two. And this was the first. And he just looks like he's having the time of his life on set here. Oh, yeah. But yeah, first girl Bub was brought home for dinner. We see Grandpa Leatherface kisses her before bringing her to Grandpa's tub because Grandpa's a real dead eye and is going to knock her out the hammer just like in the first one. Grandpa licks the ladle and keeps dropping the hammer and missing because he's a really not a dead eye. He's awful with this. Oh no, he's a. F- well, they even say he's 137, Nooch, years old. <laughs> I think they just made this up because they don't know. Because I don't think he's any of their real grandpa, to be honest. No, it's like, it's if that was grandpa, it's like, seems like it's all these, like, sexless men because they're just way too weird to, like, want sex at all or anything. They're like, no, I want my chainsaw. It's just like, so I don't see any of them procreating to actually be family. Yeah, they just found this old man and took him in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh yeah, he also like worked at the uh, slaughterhouse, and it's like he's really weird. <laughs> but he keeps missing, and finally the cook hits her and knocks her out. But right then, a wall collapses and stops everything. For the first time, this family's quiet. It's legit. The only time they've ever shut up is right here. Yes. And Lefty is singing, "Pray for the harvest." <laughs> <laughs> Comes out of the wall, like, boys, boys, boys. The old man's like. Who the hell are you? Is that any way to enter a man's home? (laughs) I love that he thinks that the cook in his mind is that this is a, like, rival restaurant owner or, like, a rival food person who's now coming in to destroy his empire. Dude, I actually love that. It's kind of like a cool look at the character of the cook in this weird movie because he... The murder is so, like, not a big deal to him. It's just normal. That in his mind, a man showing up who wants to tear his home down and kill him, that that couldn't be it. No, he's mad that I've won, I've won again. That's the only reason he could be mad, because he's such a good chili cook. Yeah. Not because he's doing murders. Because he's he's trying to pay him off. Being like, how much is it going to take for you to uh, 
get out of here. Come on, leave me alone. And I love Dennis Hopper's like, I'm the Lord of the Harvest. It's like, what is that? Some kind of new health food place? <laughs> and Stretch wakes up there and the Lefty sees her. So, this okay, is, Stretch is going to be okay. This is where he looks down and he goes, sister. Yeah, I know. I know the line. I never once saw that and thought, oh, they're siblings. Well, so that would mean Stretch. That would mean Stretch is Franklin and Sally's aunt. Yes. Oh no! <laughs> but she's easy. She's okay, and he frees her and says, "Sister, run." Yes, which means nothing. But then <laughs> chainsaws the old man right in the ass. Oh yeah, he's chasing him, and he's like nipping him in the butt with the chainsaw, and like Drayton Sawyer is like rah rah, and he goes running under the table, and he does like he starts. Spinning under the table like he's a dog that just got, like, yelled at. Exactly, that's what he is. How old was Jim Sidow at the time of this one? Oh, uh, I don't know. He was born in 1920. Okay, so he's in his 60s, if my real quick math in my head is yeah. right? Okay, so, but, like, still, like, seeing him get sawed in the butt, running on the table, spinning around, like, it's like, you go, Jim Sidow, you look oh, like you're having fun, too. I love this guy so much, and he only did these two movies. I know. I mean, you know what? Maybe that's for the better. Who knows? Maybe. But then we get the chainsaw duel between Lefty oh. and Leatherface and Chop Top's oh. chasing Stretch. That's where everyone's at. So the chainsaw duel's exactly it's what it sounds like and what you're picturing. Just so over the top, and it's like, Joe Bob put it best, of the chainsaw is the worst like practical weapon you could use, but fuck do I love it when it shows up in a movie. Every time it's like, yeah, chainsaw duel! Because there's also one in like Motel Hell, and I'm just like, yes, like I'm living for this. It's over oh, the no, top, Motel it's Hell awesome. one's excellent. There's, I mean, we've seen it in a couple, uh, what, like, Mandy, that's the other one thing. Yeah. I'm like, I know we covered one of the chainsaw fight. But that's going on. At one point, he has to break up the sidearm chainsaws. <laughs> and he ends up chainsawing Leatherface through the gut, like, out the back. And Leatherface is still fighting and doesn't go down through this. Yeah, this is where he pulls out the sidearms and goes for those. Because <laughs> the chainsaw's still running inside of Leatherface. And he's still fighting. Yeah. I don't know how. And look, Count of the Dead spoiler, I have to count Leatherface as alive. I mean... Depending. I I did. I did. Yes, I'll just tell you. I didn't count Leatherface. Okay, what about the cook and Lefty? I counted all them. Yeah, the only reason I didn't count Leatherface is because of sequels. Okay. But yeah, we get the chainsaw through the gut. The cook grabs a grenade from the corpse. Okay. And he's like, well. <laughs> no, this is where he, he's like, huh, I, come here, nubbins. And he's like, almost like, come over here for a second. But he like grabs the corpse and pulls it under. And he's like, um. I forget what he says, but he calls it like something the destroyer. Give me the destroyer. Oh, the, the something claws or something like that. And he pulls the pin. At the same time, stretches running from Chop Top. She grabs a lamp, electrocutes his plate, so zapping his brain. Back down at the main fight, Grandpa throws a fucking hammer, oh. misses. But it hits Leatherface instead. And it's so funny, because it's like Grandpa stands up like he's going to help. And he tosses the hammer, and it hits Bubba. Bubba falls over. Then the Grandpa comically falls over, like, oh, and his arms are going. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you hear Drayton go, I've got the last laugh, and the grenade goes off. Yeah, because he's talking about, like, uh, maybe it is time to retire, and all this stuff, and I guess retiring for him is like, well, I guess I'll kill myself. Yeah, and it works, because you hear the boom, and Chop Top and Stretch are already outside of, like, the dungeon. They're climbing up the big mountain thing, and... She kicks him, he falls down something. She gets to the top first, but finds Grandma. Okay, Grandma is a corpse. Yes. She's dead. She's placed up here. I'm saying, like, if they want to have Grandma in the basement rotting away, I'll buy it. Are you telling me this corpse at the Texas sun hasn't just turned into a black puddle of goo and roaches at this point? It looks like a mummy. Yeah, true. Yeah, she's definitely all, like, dried out and looks like if you pulled something from her, her arm would just snap off, but that's what she does. Chop Top comes back up, has Stretch cornered, and starts intimidating her by cutting his own throat, but just, like, the skin part. Yeah, he's like, look at me! Look at my face! And then, yeah, he starts, like, cutting himself with a razor. I guess it's just, like, an intimidation, like, I'm crazy kind of thing. Yeah, and, I mean... Does it work? She gets, She's definitely freaked out, but she reaches and grabs Grandma's chainsaw, rips it out of her arm, and it doesn't start right away, thankfully. Yeah. But Chop Top yells, You killed her, you hog bitch! And yells, Die! And he's, like, cutting her back with, like, a razor blade and everything, just, like, making tiny little painful slashes as she's trying to start the chainsaw. And you know what? I'll buy it. I know it probably wouldn't start, but at least they said, Yeah, it won't just start up instantly. Oh, did you didn't put on the uh, subtitles, and he's, they put tinkering noises under there, so that explains all of it. No, and even if I did, I still wouldn't care, because that's bullshit. Yes. But she fires up the chainsaw, goes, die, and cuts chopped off, like, what, like in the chest gut area, similar to Leatherface, right? Yeah, and you actually see that he's, like, cut open. Yeah, and he plummets down below, then we stretch, does the chainsaw dance that everything has to end with again i love texas chainsaw massacre i love too but after you see like five of these entries you realize like every single one is exactly the yeah. same this is like how i will like do binge a few of the friday the 13th in a row and they're they're very similar but they have enough differences that they're fun this is it is exactly like they remake the same movie over and over and over again to the point of like okay here's the dinner scene yep, they're dancing with the chainsaw Where's Grandpa? Yep, there he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and so that's why these aren't fun back to backs. You know what I mean? No, like I could see doing a couple of them, but to do all of them by the sixth or seventh dinner scene in a row, you're gonna be like, "Fucking goddamn it!" This movie has <laughs> like this series has no ideas. No, it's just over, over again. Chainsaw dance, dinner scene, um, far drive in the middle of nowhere, creepy person. Yep. But anyway, this chainsaw dance is one of my favorites in the franchise because she's dancing on top of the big mountain thing. She looks like a jungle woman, like shaking her chainsaw yeah. like a barbarian and the camera pans out and credits. Yeah, and Caroline Williams is awesome in this, where she's been in a few things, but she's mostly known for this. And it's almost, this, I have not met Caroline Williams, but I did meet Felissa Rose. And it seems like almost that same kind of energy of, she's just like so like personable and over the top that, she's held on for all this time yeah exactly and she she does do the con circuits and stuff like that she's never backed down from loving stretch and all no. this kind of stuff which is really cool all right count of the dead time let's get into the count of the dead ah uh, ah uh, ah uh.
All right, Throbbing Horror Count of the Dead tallies up all the deaths in the movie. I already revealed I did not count Leatherface simply because of sequels. Where do you think we're at? And I'm guessing you did uh, count Chop Top. I did count Chop Top. Okay. Now, if they made a Chop Top with sequel, I'd be able to buy. Yeah, okay, sure. But for this purposes, no, I did not. I was I mean, waiting yes, I did for count you to bring up that all-American nightmare movie that didn't ever get released. No. Now, when it does, I would gladly say I was wrong on the Texas 2 chain, uh, Count of the Dead. Which, supposedly, that, that movie is, like, almost finished. It's just never 100% been released. I asked him! He yeah. was with me! I asked Bill Moseley about it, he said, I honestly don't think it's ever gonna come out at this point. It's like, well, they did just release that amusement park George Romero movie a couple years ago from the 70s, so, one day... That's what I'm like, if we can't get it now, hopefully in like 30 years, me and you will be able to record an episode on it. Exactly. Oh yeah, when we're still doing this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, let me think. I'm gonna go with six. Six? Yes. You got it. Yes. Yeah, awesome. I was hoping I remembered everyone. <laughs> I, I had to give you that dramatic pause for a second. I was like, God damn it, are you, you're gonna say it's seven. <laughs> No, nah, six. You got it. Awesome. Well, every week Greg does his count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. And I do my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> so basically, I take something from the movie and I rate the movie one through ten, one being the worst and ten being the best. And I won't come up with that thing until right now. Well, you know what? It's a good one. It's chili. Oh, chili's a good one. Okay. Because yeah, Drayton Sawyer, he makes the best chili around. I won, I won, I won. <laughs> um, so a number one kind of chili, the worst kind of chili, it's like you go to the Dollar Tree, and it's the can that's all the way in the back, and you already know this is only a dollar, a dollar twenty-five now. And you take it home and you microwave it, and it is has no flavor. For some reason, it's kind of slimy. It's just like that really terrible microwave chili. You look down at your dog's food, and it's like yours looks better than mine. Yeah, yours looks more like colorful and nicer. Like you give it to yes. you, put it down for the dog, it just growls at you and walks away. <laughs> Um, a number 10 kind of chili, the best kind of chili. And I have to go, like, homemade, fucking spiciest shit chili. Especially, like, whenever my parents, like, they always do their garden. And they do tomatoes, and they do all the different hot peppers and stuff. And they will always make a chili um, in October time when all that's kind of picked and harvested and whatnot. So it's already Oh, got, are your parents the lord of the harvest? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's already um, October, so you're excited about that. And it's homemade chili from, like, freshly grown produce. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to give Texas Chainsaw 2 eight versions of chili out of ten. Eight? Okay. I, was, yeah, I can definitely see eight. I That's love, a good chili. I love this movie a lot. It's a really good chili. It's a really fun movie. But there are little tiny parts that are a little, like, I, how much I love the Dennis Hopper stuff and how over the top it is. It kind of takes you out of it a little bit. 
I couldn't disagree more with that statement. I feel like if we don't have those, I don't want it. No, I need him charging at the door, <laughs> stopping to walk in, and then yelling and charging again, or I don't want it. Oh, it's phenomenal, and I love it. But I love it the same way I love the room. Of There's those little touches in there of so bad it's good. Okay, so you went eight, uh, a nice number eight chili. Man, I'm going to number nine chili. Okay, yes, I cannot argue with that at all. Yeah, it does miss the perfect for me that the original is just by a little bit, but holy shit, I mean, I would take a million sequels on this quality. And it's hard to exactly really pin down exactly what it is that doesn't give it, like, the perfect, but there's just something a little bit about it. Yeah, exactly, and that's not an insult at all. There's no. a lot of movies that are my favorite movies I've not given a 10 to. You know what I mean? This is one of my favorite movies, and it gets a 9. It's just how it rolls out sometimes. But yeah, highly recommend. If, if you've never seen this, number one, what the fuck? This is like a classic. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to think of like what the thing I quote most from this is. I feel like it's the tear it all down. Yeah. Like, that's probably what I say the most from this movie. I'll do the tear it all down uh, every once in a while if it calls for it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, or a uh, real far out fan. I, I don't know. I feel like this is one of those very quotable movies. Oh, yeah. Well, because there are just so many great, remember, like, memorable one liners that just will stick with you forever. <laughs> All right, so if you were doing a Texas Chainsaw Night, Brett, and you oh. had time to throw th show three movies, what three are they in what order? What Texas Chainsaw movies? Yes. Um. Well, I got to do... Twist on the double feature question. Uh, I'm going to do number one and two, back to back. In that order? In that order. Uh, then we end with Next Generation. So we can leave early? <laughs> well, for the people that want to leave early, it gives them an excuse of like, I don't want to watch this one. And then you got people that are like me that are like, yeah, let's get that bitch. <laughs> I go, hear me out. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 2000s one. Okay. I go Texas 2, and then the original. Okay. End with the high note. <laughs> yeah. So we get, like, the cool one that's different, doesn't really fall into continuity, but this is the story of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. You get it. Then we get the cocaine-fueled balls-to-the-wall, <laughs> holy shit, middle, and then we get the masterpiece at the end. I guess that the, yours people are definitely hanging out at longer. <laughs> I feel like it twists the... It's, and that's a nice, to bring it back, that's a good chili of a mix of everything yeah. there to get just the perfect flavor. Oh no, my chili starts out amazing, and then it just, like, your stomach starts rumbling, but it's it's still good, and then you just end with the shits. <laughs> it's like, yours tastes great, but you get food poisoning. But this is my drive-in, so it's like me <laughs> sitting there, because like, you told me I could pick! And they're like, yeah, this is what you did with it, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> drive-in from Dimension Z's Yelp rating just drops by like three stars. <laughs> so like it starts out great and then at the end it's just this one guy yelling lines. <laughs> we're, we're never doing that movie. <laughs> Alright. That's all I got in Texas too. I was so happy to get to talk about this movie today. So am I. I love this movie. So yeah, check out, uh, watch our social medias for what's coming up next and we hope that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 has left your brain throbbing with horror. Ah, it seems you've survived another fright. 
Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else. Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.